Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the property sector. During the first season of this podcast, I will be speaking to women working within the commercial property network, shining the spotlight on a handful of talented females working In this episode, I will be speaking with Emma McKenzie, Head of Asset Management and ESG at New River. Hello, my name is Emma McKenzie and I'm Head of Asset Management and ESG at New River. So how is it that your journey into the industry began? I went to university and did a cognate degree. I did a land economy degree, which was property based. And I went into that principally because we had a week of careers talks at school. And um, and it just it, it prompted my interest. Um, I've never really thought about who owned property and who occupied property. And that very often property is owned by a landlord as a business case and is occupied by a retailer or an office occupier. And that kind of pricked my interest. And I did a degree in land economy. Part of that degree, you do a year in practice. So I, I did a year in practice. And in that year, I did a mixed uh, mixture of work, including retail and industrial and office work. And um, I was most interested in retail. So then when I did graduate, I wanted to work in retail and I've worked in retail and real estate ever since. I think it's incredibly interesting that you came into the industry by learning about it at school, because it's something that I've spoken to a few guests about, which is that there's not enough exposure for younger people while they're in the schooling system to kind of fall into property and fall into real estate. And it's and it still isn't it still isn't it's one of the one of the areas that the, the industry as a whole could do an awful lot more in is at the grassroots level of actually being in schools and careers opportunity to articulate exactly what the industry is about and the opportunities that exist for women and for, and obviously for men but for women in particular because retail women naturally have an affinity for it so and there's not there's not there still is not uh, enough women in, in the industry I mean I can be very often at events and uh, be the only woman on a on a table or a drink particularly associated industry with with retail so we have a lot of work with with our banking colleagues and investor colleagues etc and very often there are no females in the in the real estate teams of either banks or investors so it's still it's still got a long way to go because when you look at law law is now there's a there's a big element of females in law which is which is wonderful and i think going back to the kind of grassroots level you know encouraging people to study at that stage, to go into property is something we could do, be an awful lot better at. And that's it. That's a responsibility for us all then to go back and explain what we do and how we've got there and um, the opportunities that exist. Yeah, completely. So I think, again, comes back to this, the more you talk about your journey and the more you talk about what you've done, the more it can help other people and hopefully get more people into the industry too. So it, it kind of just works in a big cycle. Do you think that it's perhaps easier for women to break into the industry now than it was maybe 10 years ago? There's, there's more opportunities now to be have you know to flexible working and split parental leave etc because those there are they were certainly all barriers to women working in, in most of the professions whereas that now that particularly in light of the last year everyone's demonstrated how flexible uh, people can be and work working from home can work and people can be trusted to work from home all of those opportunities going forward really support and um, more females staying in industry and working in the industry and I certainly when I I did I did come out of the industry um for, for actually for 10 years so when I, I stopped working I did come back part-time after my first child was born and even that was a challenge I actually was due to come back as a retail agent into um one of the big practices and uh, had been honest with them and explained I wanted to do three days and that just didn't that they couldn't accommodate me doing three days so it just wasn't going to be a possibility and that was you know that was in the mid-90s so I think I mean, things have progressed quite a bit since then but it's still a challenging um it's 
a challenging industry to do part time because it's a market. So if you are on the agency side and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're aware of things being on the market or off the market, not being around for a day or two can make a difference. It definitely can. Challenging for for people now working in an industry part time because of, because we're all contactable all the time, and that's a good and a bad thing. When you're at home, you're not supposed to working, then inevitably you're contactable and see emails and see, you know pick things up, and you know that that is challenging for people who don't work full-time or choose to work part-time. I completely agree. I think 2020 has really thrown a curveball at most industries because there's been a real shift obviously with working from home and it means that you can be contacted all the time and if someone reaches out after hours it still feels kind of natural to reply because there's that sense of community which is sometimes lost by not having an office environment. What advice would you give to younger women who are perhaps trying to get into what is perceived as a male-dominated industry? Do you have any advice for how they can kind of break into it? Making contacts and understanding, trying to understand the industry. So that reading as much as you can, and whether that's just property press and and the, the main press about understanding what the industry is about. But you, you cannot beat them just making some contacts and actually contacting people and reaching out to people. And I, you know, I do get um, just even LinkedIn requests from from students, etc. And I do try and bond or have a you know a, a brief call with them or get somebody in my team to have a kind of conversation with them because that you know unless you can invest some time in, in new blood coming through. It won't come through. So reaching out and hopefully trying to speak to people, I think, is, is is well worth trying to do. I think often younger people can feel that there's less of a community and support network in order for them to break into new industries. So it's really reassuring to hear that you're always happy to talk to people who are trying to break into the industry. Do you think that there has been a shift with women in higher up leadership roles within your industry over the last 20 years or so? I would like to think I mean, there certainly are there are there are definitely more females and senior roles in property than there were 20 years ago. And even you know the progress that's been made in identifying that there's a gender issue and that, you know, that there are you know, it has to be addressed and be able of making people aware of it. And certainly when I was you know first working, there was very very few senior females in in the industry at all. Um, and that's there's definitely more than than there were. So that's that's a positive step. It's just it's, it's all about education, isn't it? People aren't even aware that, that there's bias. So it's being educating and helping people understand where there is bias and you know and we're all guilty of, of not knowing when we we can be prejudiced and biased for things. So it's just um, continuing to seek improvement is important. Do you think as well like because of helping to reach out to younger people to kind of push them into this industry do you think we'll begin to see a shift in the kind of people that we're seeing in higher roles because there's kind of been this reinvestment into the younger generation perhaps yeah and I, and I think it's also important you know there are there's definitely I've certainly come across you know, females preventing other females progressing so there can be it's not just men that don't want women to progress there are women who are more senior or are senior that actually um, feel intimidated by you know talent coming through or people who are potentially better or stronger or more able and that's you know that's very short-sighted people should be comfortable and confident in their own roles to be able to support new new talent and uh, help it get there could really really couldn't agree more i think females against females is sometimes just as bad so how did you manage to get into your current positions i haven't really heard much about kind of your journey in mentioned I, I took 10 years out to have a family and made that choice a lot obviously along with my husband that we wanted um, one of us to be at home and I was happy to do that and lucky and lucky to be able to do that and make the choice to, to be at home um, so I took 10 years out and with my youngest four children and yeah the eldest was seven when the last one was born so when he started school age four going almost five so I wanted to try and come back on a part-time basis so I went into client side rather than rather than, than going back into retail agency and I do look 
look back to the, the chap who, who did employ me at the time, he took me on on the basis that he just assumed somebody with four children was good at managing their time. And uh, and he took, you know, he did take a he did take a punt. But, but getting a job at that stage, having been out for 10 years, I literally just did, did something every single day to try and try and get a job. Uh, and within a, you know, six or eight weeks, I did have a job. Um, and uh, and that was just re-establishing contacts and building contacts, etc. And uh, and I and I went back into on the onto the asset management side of, of his private portfolio, which was retail. And from that, our my paths crossed with the New River, which is almost about nine years ago. And they were did they were a new business that you know they were a couple of years old at that stage, um, and they'd acquired some assets in Scotland. And um, and I shifted and moved to New River, and I've been there since. So when I joined, I think we were a team of about 12 or 13 people, and we're now, you know, we're well over 100. So it's been it's been a great journey, and I've been very much supported and pushed by the, the individuals that I work with, the, the male contingent who had confidence in me and um, allowed me to progress. And I think that's very fortunate. I've been lucky, um, both my professional and my personal life, to have the male counterparts around me who've been who've treated me with regard and respect and enthusiastic for me to succeed. I think it's lovely to hear as well that despite that 10-year hiatus, you still managed to break back into it. It was just a kind of different route to go down. Also, you managed to work for a really lovely company that you've been able to witness grow in scale too, and that must be really rewarding to see that the hard work has begun to pay off. Well, I definitely think one of the reasons I've managed to progress um, in my current role is because of all the skills that I did learn at home, raising a family, organisation and people skills and going with the positive majority because one of those four children was in a grump most days. So um, if you let that one person get grumpy, they could all be in a grump and uh, you just had to go with the positive three and before you know it, the other one's back in playing in the garden with the other one. So all of that is team um, initiatives and, and letting people do their own thing uh, and progressing and allowing them as children to to, to make mistakes and to learn and because if you keep doing everything for everybody and controlling controlling them they don't learn to mature and develop and have confidence in their own ability and that's exactly the same in a work environment as it is in a home environment and so all this you know a lot of the skills I learned at home I've, I've applied um you know unwittingly um at, at, in my work environment and that's definitely one of the um components of um, being allowed to you know progress to manage a team. So you've learned those skills firsthand from much younger children and then have just applied into the workplace to much older people but the concept is the same. Yeah I think people overlook that and women in particular they look at the they often identify that the, the skills they have out of work they don't apply to their they don't think they're beneficial to their to their own job and of course they are and people the more people do the more they, whether it's play sport and team sports and travel or read all of those obviously non-core skills or can really influence how well and how well you do your job I think. What would you say has been the biggest challenge that you've experienced so far within your career so this could be before you took your tenure break or now has there been a time that has been particularly challenging for you? No I mean I wouldn't say I have a particularly challenging I think lucky in the sense that I managed to come back and that, that could be perceived as a challenge as have taken time out and coming back in and it was challenging in the sense that I had to get up to speed again pretty quickly um, with not only where the market was but with all the you know, all the elements you're supposed to know whether it's legal components and valuation components etc so that's just re-educating yourself but I genuinely feel if people have been have been good at a job they, they, they don't lose that people don't lose their skill set if they take time out and do something else or have a career change and do something else so I don't um, it was challenging but not um, insurmountable to come back 
Okay, final question, because I think we've covered quite naturally everything that I wanted to talk about. Um, But I've been asking everybody, what does success mean to you? It's quite a big question. Yeah, what do you you deem as success? I think um, success for me is um, enjoying my job and also being offered opportunities to expand and develop by the people that work around you. Because for them to be able to offer you opportunities must demonstrate that they have confidence in your ability. And for me, that's that's successful if I can outwardly engage with people to try and progress the business and myself, and that's a positive. To find out more, please visit lsh.co.uk.